Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today, guys, I'm excited because as promised, I asked Sebastian Soul to be back here with us because when he was here the last time, he talked about manifesting and I thought, what a great topic for an entire episode because I know there are so many people out there who are trying to manifest new jobs, homes, relationships, money, you name it, um, you know, including me. So I thought it would be interesting to have Sebastian back so he could talk more about manifesting. So welcome back, Sebastian. Thank you so much for having me for round two. <laughs> it was so nice talking to you the first time and I was like, I just have to have him back. So I thought maybe today, if you wouldn't mind, you could talk to our audience more about how they can manifest. And it interested me last time you were talking, you talked about the fact that you manifested a move. And I was very intrigued by that because personally myself, I want to manifest a home by the beach. So maybe you could talk to our audience today more about how you did that and manifesting in general, like what they can do to manifest more in their lives. Yeah, sure. Um, when it comes to my move, I would say the first part of the manifestation was a sign from the universe. Um, I was back then living in Bangkok in Thailand, and I had to deal with a lot of sickness, with a lot of, yeah, with a lot of illness, a lot of physical pain. Um, one part was, des was definitely because of the pollution there. I constantly had ear infections and I had eye infections and all kinds of other infections. And another part was also because back then I was still at a lower vibration. And I thought about, okay, where can I move next? Where can I go from here? Because I know that I don't want to stay here. The universe was telling me, yeah, it's not the right place for you anymore. And one night I was just waking up at four o'clock at night with this idea, Romania. I just came up with this in my mind. I don't know why. It was just this idea I had Romania in my mind, even though I don't Back then, I mean, back then, I didn't know anyone from Romania. I had never been to Romania, not even as a tourist, even though it's not so far away from Germany, but I was living way, way uh, on the other end of the world. And I thought to myself, okay, why Romania? Huh, that's weird. And for some reason, this feeling didn't go away. And on the same day then, I contacted a guy who I knew who does some, um, yeah, you could say consultancy for businesses, especially when it comes to taxes and all this kind of stuff. And I just asked him, hey, what about Romania? And then he said like, yeah, um, at the moment for online businesses, there are very good conditions there. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Then I asked this guy, do you know anyone who has a business there? And he said, yeah, I know this other German guy who has a business there. Maybe you can contact him. And then the first serendipity happened. The first moment where I was like, wow, that can't be true. It was just like such a coincidence, you can say, which wasn't really a coincidence that this guy, this German guy that the other guy knew was in Bangkok on this exact day. And to this day, I still have the same lawyer and accountant. And that was the first sign for me that was so crazy because the next day then really everything happened between I think four and 48 hours. And I then met this other guy who then told me everything about Romania. And I was just so blown away by that already. And then um, when I moved back 
to, let's say, to Europe. I mean, I first made a quick stop in my parents' place to visit my family in Germany. And then I went to Bucharest because I had to deal with everything with the lawyer, accountant, all that kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, okay, Bucharest is the only city that I know, basically. It's the only city that I knew in Romania. I was like, Bucharest, capital, okay, I'm going to go there. But for some reason, some inner voice told me, ah, that's not it. And before I had looked up a few cities in Romania, and there was one city in particular, the city where I live in right now, that interested me because of several reasons. And also because my feelings said, okay, this is it. And then the first, you could say, the really big manifestation happened that really blew my mind. I said to myself, okay, I want to manifest the first apartment that I step foot in when I'm in this city where I live right now. And all I did was I went to Airbnb and just booked an apartment for two or three days or maybe four days, I can't remember it, um, just to be there for a couple of days and to see what's going on. And the first thing that my Airbnb host said to me when I arrived, really the first sentence was, I wish I could find somebody for a long-term rental. And I just looked up to the sky and was like, wow, that's amazing. That's crazy. It's like the universe was aligning all of your steps. Exactly. It was basically guided. And the manifestation part was really for me to say, okay, I know that the universe tells me go to Romania, but the universe didn't really tell me which city to choose. And that's why I then make this, made this conscious decision when I said, okay, if I arrive in this city and I will get the first apartment, then this is it. And I manifested it by just imagining myself while, I'm, while I was on the train. It was a long train ride from Bucharest to that city. And I was just in the train imagining myself going there and seeing that apartment being like, yeah, that's it. It's an amazing apartment. And it is an amazing apartment. I still have that apartment now. So <laughs> it worked out. I know a lot of people, when they're trying to manifest, I think one of the biggest problems is trying to control everything and really not being in the flow and letting go. So maybe you could talk more about that because it sounds like you were really just leaving it up to the universe. I mean, you were obviously taking action, but you were allowing the universe to guide your steps. Yeah, that's a good point that you just mentioned with letting go. Um, at the beginning of my, you could say, manifestation career or manifestation process, I always put deadlines at the, on my affirmations. For example, I said, um, I am thankful that I earn this amount of dollars by this time, for example. Nowadays, I don't do that anymore. And I don't do it anymore for the one reason that you mentioned, because it's easier to let go if you don't put a timestamp on it. But also for the other reason, um, so many people, they have this goal in mind that they think, okay, they can just achieve it. It's somehow possible, which is, of course, great because then they believe it and then they can manifest it. But what happens is when you say, for example, I want to have X amount of money by, let's just make an example, by 2022. What happens is then that the universe says, okay, uh, he or she wants this amount of money by 2024, or sorry, 2022. I actually wanted to give him the, or her the money earlier, but hmm, if there's a timestamp, okay, then we have to wait. And that's something that I realized. Once I, like you just said, let go of the expectation when it will happen and also specifically how it will happen, then it happened way faster. And in, let's say, in way more intense ways than I could have ever expected. To give you another example for that, when you, for example, want to say, I want to earn more money, I want to manifest more money, but you work in a job where 
you know that you can't get a raise. Maybe it's a fixed income. There's no way you can get promoted. And you then tell yourself over and over again, um, I want to manifest more money in my job. By the end of this year, I will make more money in my job. Then you only focus on the job part, which is very specific, but you know deep down that it won't happen. So you basically sabotage yourself. But if you say, I want to make this money, which comes from multiple sources, then you leave yourself open to possibility. And then the universe can provide you with all these ideas that you need to make this amount of money. That's a really good point because I, I talked to my audience members about that before. I think several things happen when you try to control what and when and how and all of those things about manifesting. And the number one thing is I think sometimes we think too small. So we say, you know, I want to manifest a thousand dollars and the universe is like, well, I was going to bring you 10,000, but you're okay with just a thousand. You know, we put that cap on the universe, but then also another thing that we tend to do when we're hoping to manifest, when we try to control is, as you said, we try to think of human ways and ordinary ways that the universe can bring us things. But I've had money just show up to me out of nowhere. Like I've had like a class action lawsuit where I got money and I didn't remember filling out anything for the class action lawsuit. You know, usually you have to fill out a form and turn it in. And normally those things you get $2 or, you know, $10. I didn't fill out anything that I remembered and I got $250 just in the mail one day. That's and I awesome. think the That's universe really, really can awesome. bring you just amazing things like that. That's true. It's like, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome what you just said with that story. That's a really amazing manifestation story. I always see it like this when it comes to these, let's say, manifestation goals, if you want to call it like that, or the, what you want to manifest. I always tell my Skype coaching clients to define it in a way that you would be really happy and surprised and really positive surprised and really like, oh my God, I can't believe it. What? It's amazing that you get this feeling um, that this is the amount basically that you should set yourself. But at the same time, set an amount where you still can believe it. Because the problem that often happens, and that's also a problem that I have with a lot of the clickbait in the spiritual community, is this whole thing manifest 1 million overnight. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine and dandy, but do you believe it? Because when you don't believe it at all, and you just tell yourself, I will be a millionaire tomorrow, then there's so much resistance that the universe can't deliver because you can only receive what you can believe. But if you put it at a, let's say a number where it's higher than what you've ever had, but you can still say, okay, if I get the right impulses, if I get the right ideas, or if the right people come to me, if the right um, things happen in my environment, whatever it might be, you can justify to your subconscious mind with your conscious mind that your subconscious mind is now allowed to believe that then it can happen. And that's why I'm such a big fan of confirming your thing that you want to manifest or the person or whatever it might be with your conscious mind, that you don't just focus exclusively on your subconscious mind, but that you combine your subconscious mind with your conscious mind. And when they are in alignment, then the magic happens. I absolutely agree with you. And I think that's a good point about the resistance because um, you're right. A lot of people will say manifest a million dollars overnight. And I have to say that I'm sitting here telling you that I would be resistant to that idea because even though I might want to be a millionaire, to believe that it's possible overnight is a little bit of a stretch for me. But I can manifest things like having people come into my life who help me 
transform my business or, you know, giving me ideas for my business, or I can manifest, you know, those smaller amounts of money that come in that I'm not expecting. Money comes in in surprising ways. Those kinds of things are more believable. So I think that's a, a thing that a lot of people often overlook too, is they come up with these wild manifestations, but then don't really truly believe that they could manifest it. Exactly. That's one part. And I think it's also important to um, talk about what you just mentioned of this idea that if you want to manifest something, and I think the, the, the way you put it is that you, that you said other people come in your life or other people help you with it. So many people believe that, yeah, you could say because spirituality is often seen as this, as this kind of magic that it should just fall from the sky magically. And sometimes these things happen, like you just said with this uh, check in the mail, that can happen. But the universe gives us our manifestations in the most, yeah, you could say in the weirdest way sometimes, sometimes in ways that are not so obvious. For example, I get a lot of my manifestation just through ideas that the universe feeds me, like product ideas. I never really sit down and think about a product to create. It just comes up. It just either at four o'clock in the night and then sometimes I'm pissed because I get, because I wake up <laughs> or it comes for which I'm thankful in the morning when I just wake up and I'm like, bing, okay, I'm going to write it down. That's why I always have something to write down next to my bed. But so many people then go, ah, I got this idea, but hmm, when is my money going to come? They don't see these as signs as the, uh, from the universe because they expect like somebody to ring on the door going bing bong and then here's your check. Like I said, it might work, but it can come in so many different ways. And for me, especially for me and my business success, it was really this amazing, um, you could say when I had this first manifestation success with money, it was not for me that money just magically came out of nowhere. It was just that suddenly people contacted me for business and suddenly um, things happened that haven't happened before in years. But suddenly I got so many requests in one month, like I've never gotten in, in 10 years, which of course is when you think about it from a logical perspective, there is no logical explanation for it. That's why it is spiritual. But at the same time, I had to act on it. I couldn't just say like, oh yeah, great. I got these emails from these people. I close the emails and delete them. And then I wait for my money to show up on the door. <laughs> so I still did something. That's just what I want to leave your listeners with this idea that the universe shows you your manifestation in so many different forms and so many different ways. You just have to keep your eyes and ears open. Yeah, I think that's an absolutely great point for people to take from this because, um, you know, when I started this podcast, it was just me doing the podcast, which, you know, is fine. But then some of the ideas, you know, I've done over 400 episodes, they start to run together, right? And so in the same way, I thought, you know, I don't know if I'm being helpful to people, if I'm just saying the same thing over and over. So I need ideas for how to be more creative with this podcast. And then all of a sudden, it's like, have guests on, you know, that idea came. And that was a really great thing for me, because I'm learning just as much as my audience when I have amazing guests like you come on. So I love that you point out ideas can be a great way things are manifested to you. Um, I know a friend who had a lot of extra clothes and things like that. So she started, she did Poshmark. And so she started selling her clothes that she needed to declutter and get rid of anyway. She started selling that 
through Poshmark and has done really well with that. So just coming up with an idea sometimes can be the thing, the catalyst that really leads you to what's going to bring in the money and the, the happiness, everything you want. Exactly. And you have to stay open to these, um, to, yeah, to also get then help from the outside, to not expect everything to happen overnight. I mean, for example, take this conversation as an example, our last conversation, you had the idea to accept guests, then somehow you manifested me and I contacted you and then everything, yeah, now we're talking. And in the same way it is with manifestations about money or about, yeah, about anything, about, about love, for example. Let's take, for example, um, that was something that I discussed recently with a Skype coaching client, which was really interesting, um, where she wanted to attract a partner. And there was this situation where her friend invited her often to certain events, but she never really wanted to go because she wanted to focus on uh, getting a partner. And then, of course, I said at some point, yeah, but do you know that in this event, maybe there's the man of your dreams? You don't know. I mean, sometimes you meet someone and this is not the person that you manifested, but this person then knows somebody who has a brother or a sister and that's the person now. It can come in so many different ways. You just have to stay open to possibility. Yeah, it definitely can work that way. And I think the universe, I've said this before to them too, not only can the universe use other people to bring manifestations to you, but the universe can use you to help other people in their own manifestations, which I think is always amazing. It's just amazing to me how the universe can work sometimes. Yeah, it's all interconnected. It's, um, yeah, I mean, for example, on my podcast, or let's say on my podcast, yeah, um, I also offer Skype coaching. And I talk about in some episodes, I just mentioned it briefly about the trauma that I've been through and the, how I overcame my trauma. And none of my episodes are specifically about trauma. But for some reason, a lot of my Skype coaching clients find me because they have issues with past trauma, even though, again, from a logical perspective, because none of my episodes is about that. How can they find me? It's a manifestation because they are looking for somebody who went through the same thing. I put this energy out of, hey, I can help somebody with it because I've been through the same thing. And then there's a match from the universe. And that's with everything. It's also the same when you want to attract money. When you say, hey, maybe I'm not the one who can solve this one issue with my business. But when I say, okay, I'm open to every possibility, then I might meet somebody at a networking event who's a specialist for exactly this problem or for, the, for this issue. And boom, everything falls into place. I think that is a big thing that people overlook when they're manifesting is asking for the universe to bring people to you or put people on your path who can help you with whatever it is you're trying to manifest. Because that, whenever I ask for that, that is when I see amazing things happen in my life. People just show up and they're like, hey, I'm offering this free class or, hey, I want to help you with this. And you don't ask them, they just show up. And it's because you put that out there to the universe. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> It's pretty crazy the way that it works. And um, so what other advice might you give to people who are hoping to manifest things in their life, like money, for instance? 
Mm, with money, that's a good topic because money was the first thing um, that I manifested because it was the first thing that I tested. For me, and yeah, as an analytical German, even though I'm very spiritual, I was always on this analytical side. And I thought to myself when I started manifesting, back then I didn't believe in it at all. Back then I was like, law of attraction, huh? what's that? That's weird. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I mean, I can't, I don't have anything to lose. And that's the first thing that I actually want to, um, want to tell your listeners, especially if somebody's maybe new to the show and still on the fence, like, hey, is this all real? Or is it just some mumbo jumbo magic woo woo stuff? <laughs> just give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. And that's the mindset that I had. And then I started with, yeah, you could say I started with small amounts that got bigger and bigger. And that's maybe one good, yeah, one good point that I want to mention is that also when you have some big manifestation that you have in mind, don't forget the small ones that come into your life because the small ones are confirmations from the universe that you are on the right path. So it's very important, for example, when you say, I want to manifest $1,000 and then you get $100 extra, which is, for example, $100 more than you've ever made before. But it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, manifesting doesn't work because you don't have the thousand that you set your goal to. But if you already get more this month than ever before, isn't that already a sign that it's working? And when you then have the sign that the small things are working, I always see that as a motivation to say, oh, yeah, now I'm in the flow. Now I can see it. Yes, perfect. It's already working. This is the confirmation from the universe. And now I get even more excited and I raise my vibration even more because of that. And then the more you do that, the faster you get the big check that you actually want. Yeah, I think that is the thing that a lot of people miss out too, is the gratitude key. And then the, the feeling, it's all about the feeling that you get too. You know, it's like if someone were to hand you a present, and you went, oh, that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> you know, no one would want to give you anything else again, right? Because they would be like, why am I bothering to give this person a present? They don't appreciate it. And I think in the same way, if the universe hands you an extra hundred dollars and you're just like, uh-huh, you know, why would the universe want to bring you more of that? Because it, it, you're kind of acting like you didn't like it or didn't appreciate it. And so I think that's the, the point that a lot of people miss too, is noticing I think it comes with being mindful, first of all, because some people are so busy, they don't even notice what the universe is bringing to them because it's little things sometimes. Like you can be on your way to work and decide to stop at Starbucks and the person in front of you pays for your coffee and you just think that's no big deal. That happens all the time for people. But that's a gift to you. And, you know, those are the things I think we need to be paying attention in our lives and, and being open and thanking the universe, like, yeah, somebody could have just paid for your coffee. Maybe they just decide to do that, but that's still a gift and still something to be thankful for. And I think when you live your life that way, thankful for every positive thing that happens to you, you're making way for the manifestations that you want to see to come in because of the way that you're thankful for things and because of your attitude and the way you feel. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree with that. And especially when it comes to the feelings, that's why I always have a problem when people say like, yeah, it's just ask and it is given, ask and you shall receive. It's like, it all depends how you ask <laughs> and it all depends what you do after the asking. I always say, like you just actually said it, that manifesting is all about your emotions. 
if you, for example, like you described it, uh, react to a small manifestation, like for example, when you give a teenager a book for Christmas, like this, oh, um, thanks, <laughs> yeah, great. Then of course, you won't be able to raise your vibration to a level where you are a match to what you really want. And the, the perfect example for that is a relationship. If you want to manifest a relationship, if you want to manifest a loving relationship, an amazing partner, you can't feel um, self-doubt, you can't feel self-hate and then expect to attract love because you're not a vibrational match to it. But if you put yourself in an emotional state and you can really do that, you can create emotions out of thin air. It's really possible. And if you do that, and then you become a match to this vibration, to this love vibration, you love yourself, you accept yourself, then you don't even have to do anything. It will just, this person will just show up or even multiple people will show up who want to be with you and then you can choose. It's really, really crazy the things that are happening to some of my coaching clients because before they never had the, they had the chance to actually uh, attract anyone and suddenly because they raised their vibration to a level where they feel self-love, suddenly love is flowing to them. And it's the same again with money. If you feel rich, if you feel wealthy, suddenly you won't just get a little bit of money some, from somewhere, but suddenly it comes from all kinds of places and you think to yourself, huh, why did it take 10 years for that to happen? Huh, what did change? But of course, everything changed because you changed your vibration. So it's all about your vibration. It's all about emotions. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I know I talk to my clients sometimes about when you pay bills, what what is your attitude like when you pay them? Are you tense? Do you feel a knot in your stomach? Do you feel upset when you have to pay bills? Because I know that's how I used to be. In a long time ago, being a single mom, I would pay bills and just dread it because I knew like as soon as the money comes in, it goes right back out again. That's how I felt. And then when I started changing my attitude, when I would sit down to pay my bills, I would think, oh, I'm so grateful that I can pay my bills. I always have more than enough. Even if all I had was a dollar left over from after paying my bills to live on, I would still be grateful that I had that dollar. And I noticed that the more I did that, the more things would happen where money would come in or, um, you know, we would finally get a raise with our, you know, with teaching, you know, some, we're that career field where sometimes they can sacrifice us and say, you don't need a raise, even though the cost of everything else has gone up. And that would happen. And then we would get a raise that year and they'd say, we're going to make up for you not having one for a couple of years. You know, something would happen to really, I wasn't just feeling I'm rich and abundant, but it was actually happening in my outer world too. Yeah, it's great what you just said about being thankful that you have the money to pay the bills. And I would even say you can take this one step further. Whenever you pay a bill, that's at least what I do, I'm thankful for the fact that I have this thing that I pay for. To give you an example, if I pay my rent, I'm happy that I have a roof over my head. And I have this feeling like, yes, I have an amazing apartment. I'm happy to pay rent for that, of course. I mean, I have to compensate or I also want to compensate the person who owns it, of course, who allows me to live there. And the same is true for, for example, for my internet. I mean, I have my internet and I'm very thankful for my internet bill because it allows me to have my businesses. And when you combine that with what you said, with this thankfulness um, for the fact that you have enough money to pay it and also being thankful that you actually 
can pay for that, or let's say that you have this thing that you pay for, this is then some kind of double whammy in a positive way <laughs> where you feel a positive vibration because you can pay it and because of the thing that you have. Yeah, I mean, I feel that way when I look around my house, you know, having a house is, can be an expense, you know, and there are things that constantly have to be repaired. But trying to look at it as, I'm so thankful I have this house. I'm so thankful that I have this doorknob that needs to be replaced because some people don't have a home. Some people are living on the street and I am thankful that I am where I am and I have what I have. I think it's all about that perception shift, you know, changing one little thing from going to, I have this huge responsibility to, I'm so thankful I have this around me. Because even though there's a responsibility here, I'm fortunate enough that I have it because other people wish they had what I have. Exactly. And that's something that a lot of people just don't consciously think of because like you said before, they live busy lives and they just forget about it. But if you really become conscious about that and you say, you just remind yourself every day to be grateful about a couple of things. That's all you need to do. I mean, it's just, it just takes a couple of seconds every day. And at some point it becomes a habit. And when it's a habit, then you know that you reach this point where you can raise your vibration easily because you can be grateful for things. And when you're happy with what you have now, then you're in the right vibration to attract what you want in the future. And we're not saying here that your life is constantly going to be rainbows and sunshine. We know that there are difficult things that come towards you. But my advice is not focusing on the difficult times. You know, yes, we have to deal with it and get through it, but not staying in a place where that's your focus. When those things come in, it would be easy to want to give up and be like, oh, this is it, you know. But instead, take that time to reflect and focus on what, what are five good things that happened to me today or what are five things I'm thankful for? What, what do I have around me now that I can see that I'm thankful for? Because that takes you out of that negative mindset, I think. Yeah, and it's good what you just said about um, that a lot of people focus on this negative aspect then because i always i always compare it a little bit with being a teenager in high school i still remember when i was a teenager in high school and i had one pimple even though i had a lot of pimples but let's say one pimple i was only focusing on that and was like oh my god i can't go to this party even though the rest of my body was completely okay but this one tiny thing was messing everything up and that's, I think, a good way of explaining how most people look at their life. When they have a beautiful home, a wonderful relationship, everything works great. And there's this one thing, this one thing that bothers them. And then they focus all their energy on this one thing. And I've done it in the past. I'm, I mean, I've done it for years. That's why I was in such a low vibration for such a long time. But in this situation, you can just, again, in a logical way, in a conscious way, say, okay, let's look at the facts here. Yes, I might have, I don't know, maybe... I drove my car against the wall and it's a little bit of bump in there. Let's take this as an example. What most people do is they focus on that and go like, oh, my car, oh, I need to fix it. Oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. But if you look at your life in general and you say, hey, I have an amazing relationship. I have a roof over my head. I have enough food to eat. And suddenly you put things into perspective and suddenly you stop your mind from doing what the human mind loves to do, which is focus on that one thing that annoys you then you can raise your vibration easily again, even though some things happen in your life. Yeah, I love that example. 
And it's so true too, it really is. Because if you were to stop and think about it, if you just sat down, and this would be a great exercise for you to do, to sit down and think about all of the amazing things you have in your life. If you were to make a column of the amazing things and the things you don't like, you would probably see that the amazing things far outweigh that other column. And we need to adjust our mindset and our, our focus, our brains, so that we're not focusing on that column of things that didn't go right. We want to focus on all the things that did go right. It's like when you want to when you want to do something, like when you're working on a paper in school, you don't look at the five flaws you make and just throw out the entire paper. That would be silly. That's dumb. <laughs> exactly. Go back and you just make corrections to the things that you didn't like about it, right? We just go back and we try to make it better. You don't just throw it all out because you had a few mistakes. That would be just a waste of your energy and your time. In the same way, so many people just want to you know, throw out their whole lives because they're like, these five things didn't go right for me today. Well, if instead of focusing on what didn't go right, you focused on what did go right and try doing more of those things, I think you would find that you're going to attract more amazing experiences in your life than those, you know, negative ones. Yeah, sometimes you have to trick your own mind that wants to trick you. <laughs> right. Exactly, because the brain is programmed to focus on the negative. And so a big part of what we do every day is trying to retrain that brain to not focus only on the negative, but instead to see all of the positive things that are around you. Yep, exactly. Well, I have loved having this conversation with you. And now you are telling me that you just created a new program. So maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that. Yep, of course. Um, yeah, I created my first program, which is called Money Manifestation Magnet. And this program is for everyone who wants to manifest more money in their life. And it's basically a six-week program. And all you have to do for every, every day, close your eyes for 10 minutes and listen to the meditation. In this program, I have six different meditations, one for every week and they are all building up on each other. So in every meditation, there's another step that reprograms your subconscious mind for more money. And I specifically also said, or say right now, <laughs> that it takes, in my experience, about six weeks. That's what it was for me. That's what it's for a lot of my coaching clients. And I also read some scientific papers on when it comes to reprogramming your subconscious mind that there's always this six-week mark. I can't really explain why, but it, that's how it is. And that's why I decided to create these six meditations. So all you have to do every day is to listen for 10 minutes and let your subconscious mind reprogram itself for more wealth, for believing in yourself, for believing that you are rich. And I also guide you through this meditation or through these meditations to define what you really want and to put yourself in such a high vibration that you can attract money and to create your future story of yourself as a rich and wealthy person. And I also included a bunch of bonuses, for example, an audio course um, in which I share 55 mindsets of some of the most successful millionaires out there. And I also have a bonus meditation and PDFs in which I share my own story, my own manifestation process, and also how you can, um, how you can start a lifestyle business. And I share also the biggest mistakes that I made when I started my first business. And I think that's a great way to learn from my mistakes. So yep, that's my new program money manifestation magnet. That sounds super simple 
to me to do to listen to the meditations. And I think that's interesting that you say it takes six weeks. You know, the number six is all about balance. So maybe it's about balancing out our brains because we've been programmed for so long to believe that we're not capable of. It's actually a good point. Because I was always doing some research, why it's always six. It's like for me, it was six weeks for a lot of my coaching clients. Then I read it over and over again in other scientific papers. And I was like, why always six weeks? But yeah, maybe that's why. That's what popped into my head. Because when you do tarot, the number six, six pentacles is all about balancing the scales and things. And, and so to me, that's what I would think six would be it's about balancing. So I think that's great because everything in life really is all about finding the perfect balance isn't it yeah that's actually i mean it's it's amazing that you said that now i'm thinking about it and i'm like oh that's interesting well i want to thank you so much for being here with us and again as always i'd love to have you back on in the future as a guest again so you're welcome here anytime for sure i'm ready for round three (laughs) (laughs) do you have any parting words of wisdom for our guests today Mm, yeah i would say the main thing maybe when it comes to the big picture of manifestation and when they want to manifest something no matter if they want to manifest money or if they want to manifest love the one thing that you always have to keep in mind or you always have to ask yourself is to what is the vibration that is a match to the thing or the person that i want and if you always remember this one idea like what is the vibration that matches the thing or the person that I want, then you always know if you're on the right track or where you have to go. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today, or I should say vielen Dank. <laughs> Bitte schön. And I want to thank you all for listening. If you are interested in Sebastian's course or in following him, I will have links to all of that in the notes to the podcast. So go check that out. I want to thank you all for always being such a great audience. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Also, please leave a review from wherever you're listening. Leave me some stars on iTunes. That really helps people find my podcast. And share it with others if you know people who you think might enjoy the podcast. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pull a card just for you. I also post videos to IGTV and my YouTube channel has free guided meditation. So you can go check that out as well. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find a list of all of the services I offer. There's also a description and you can purchase directly from the website. When you want to book, you just contact me and we'll schedule your session. All sessions are done online through Zoom. Thank you so much for being here with us. I am sending you so much love and light from wherever you're listening. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you again soon. Bye guys.